Hello and welcome to By the Mash Turn, a podcast by a couple of nerds where we brew some beer, drink some beer and have a nice little chat about beer. I'm Mike Harrison-Wood. I'm Carl Noble. And we've got a special guest with us today. Yeah, we've we got have. Kieran Johnson. Hello. Hi guys, how you doing? So what, what's your deal? Why are you here? Uh, so I am a brewer with Blackjack Beers in Manchester. I know uh, you guys, obviously, from... Uh, Basically, time spent drinking in the pub with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we know most people. Yeah, I used to work at Windsor and Eaton Brewery uh, for five years, and I left at the start of this year to uh, travel to Manchester and carry on living as a kid, basically, living as a student, <laughs> chasing that sweet student lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. How's that working out for you? Uh, good. The student <laughs> lifestyle is very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, still, still not got any chances of buying a house not got any chance of growing up so it's good yeah it's that, perfect that, that, and the manchester beer scene is phenomenal having only been up there a couple of times yeah absolutely incredible so um i decided i wanted to move to manchester that's where i'm from originally and just basically wrote to uh, all the breweries inside the m60 and was like please take me <laughs> and uh, blackjack came back to me and uh, yeah so i've been with them for a year now and it's um, yeah as you said the beer scene's incredible yeah. new breweries opening all the time it feels everyone innovating and as always like i'm sure everyone in the room will attest to this like the industry is just so beautiful so collaborative yeah and you really get that in manchester you know at the end of the day we all drink in the pub called smithfield which is the uh, <laughs> the pub owned by uh, blackjack and you will normally find sort of four or five different brews in there swapping secrets trade deals and all that kind of stuff yeah it's good yeah, well, nice. so it, it, it is a nice industry it doesn't feel as much as it is a competitive thing you're not in direct competition with another brewery it's just like you're there to share ideas, to, to, to help bring things on. Absolutely. And I think, um, one of the, funnily enough, the beer that we're going to go on and talk about is um, White Stout. When we, we brewed one, it was about two weeks ago, and we didn't have enough oats uh, on the brew day. So what did we do? We walked about the two-minute walk to uh, Track Brewery just down the road and borrowed a load of oats off them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, we're not using them today, lads. You take them. Can you get them back to us in a week? Like, yeah. Yeah, we that's, think we yeah. can do that. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, and I've seen that before. I think when we were at Elusive uh, a couple of months ago, yeah. he, he was chatting with Siren about you know just, just <laughs> doing a little bit of trade of ingredients just to... Seems like something that is regularly. Well, that's it. Like, yeah, like, like you may as well. Like, like you're all after the same goal, and hopefully, and it's to further, you know, the enjoyment of beer and actually get new and interesting things out there. And why would you want to stifle somebody doing that? So. Absolutely. And I think, uh, funnily enough, Andy, uh, elusive, you know, the nicest man in brewing, and I know he hates being called that. So we'll <laughs> make sure that we keep perpetuating yes, that. Yeah. But um, yeah, he, you know, he did exactly the same for us when I was in Windsor and Eaton uh, a couple of years ago. We'd run out of uh, liquor treatment stuff. We went over to Andy's, you know, showed me round, gave me some stuff, drove it back and bang, get on with the brew day. It's just an amazing industry like that, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I think it's a very nice industry in terms of that's, you know, a unique thing, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I imagine it's not so nice when you get up with the big boys. I imagine it's much more competitive, like when, yes, you, when, when, like, like when you're with the much bigger breweries. But, you know, the smaller breweries to medium size, like they have the freedom to be able to kind of just help each other out because there's no, I don't know, shareholders, I guess, to, yeah. to, yeah. to crack the whip. But Yeah, I think that's true. I think um, 
but even you know i've had dealings with like fullers and stuff and fullers are just an amazing brew in terms of collaboration yeah. wanting to help and you know improving the scene in general is yes, in yeah. everyone's interest you know getting yeah. more people switched on to beer understanding and appreciating beer works for everyone yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um and i yeah i do genuinely I, it's what i love about the industry yeah um, fantastic yeah. Wow. But you you brewed a white stout a couple of weeks ago. Yes. And Spoiler, that's what we're going to be brewing today. <laughs> yes, that is what we are brewing today, white stout. What the hell is a white stout? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is a good question. Because, um, you know, we, like we've done black IPAs. We've done like loads of different variations. And white stout, I remember the first time I tried a white stout a couple of years back, I was just like, what is this? Is it just going to be, it's going to look like a pint of milk. <laughs> is, is is that what it's going to look? Is it going to be like real dank? And it's like, no, no, it's just a pale ale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've we discussed this very briefly before we started recording. I think um, it's an elusive thing. The idea of a white stout. I I personally, I'm into some very weird and wonderful ideas. Um, and for me, um, I I actually, you know, I before coming into brewing, I was looking at being a chef, and I'm actually really into that. Um, molecular gastronomy kind of thing and yeah, one yeah, of nice. the ideas that i had is um well I, in fact heston blumenthal in his restaurant he does a very famous dish which is um orange and beetroot jelly and he actually uses um red oranges and orange beetroot so there's this right. thing that, yeah you you try one thinking oh this is going to be the orange yes, and actually yeah, that's yeah. beetroot and vice versa and for me i've then always found that quite an alluring thing in the idea of doing that with beer. So I would love to be able to brew, you know, a black lager, but, you know, it's it, it looks like Guinness, but drinks yeah. as easily as Budweiser yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and vice versa, you know, it looks like Budweiser, but drinks like Guinness. And that's, for me, where it all sort of started from. Um, I think quite a few breweries are chasing that they're trying to do that and it's a style of, i think you know the last two years is where you've really seen yeah. it sort of cropping yeah, up yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> the three of us have all said that you know is it just a coffee pale yeah yes um <laughs> yes and also and also you're trying yeah. to get roasted flavors in so with with us what we did at blackjack is we did a, a cold brew coffee uh we put a load of coconut in we put uh cocoa nibs in um and we also during the sparge we put a load of roasted barley on uh, the top of the sparge hoping that that would sort of bring through some of those roasted yeah, flavors yeah. um which i think you do get you don't get it as much as you would potentially want um mm. but yeah I, I don't know how do you define that style yeah it's I, I, I don't know for me it is definitely a difficult one it it is just a pale ale yeah with roasted flavors and generally chocolate fa flavors put in there and uh every one i've had i don't think i could have closed my eyes and went oh, i'm drinking a stout yes i don't think i could have been tricked into thinking it was a stout absolutely and i that that is the uh holy grail i would say yeah. that being yeah. able to do that um and i think uh, you know talking about black ipas that's again i've always been told a black ipa you should close your eyes and it should smell like an ipa and then when you drink it you get that black flavor coming through i think everything. that's that's an easier thing to achieve though which yeah again. yeah yeah because the hop flavor dominates or yeah. can dominate the roast if you're light on the roast and you're very very big on the hops yes so. yeah um which yeah i think is a much more a obtainable thing to get mm. um 
Yeah, I'm very happy with the whites that we did. It's uh, just, it was packaged this weekend, so I've yet to actually taste it through a hand pump. And I'm a real big believer that, you know, you can taste stuff from fermenter, you can taste stuff from conditioning tank and everything, but it's not quite the same as when you actually taste it pulled through the yeah. Manchester sparkler. <laughs> <laughs> nice and creamy and you get it, you know, sat yeah. in front of you. That is the way to taste beer. Yeah. A sparkler um, probably helps with a with a tight foam. Yeah, and you know, we used a load of oats, we used a load of wheat to give it a load of texture, a load of uh big mouthfeel. Um and I was really pleased with it, but um yeah, yet to taste it in its finished format. Yeah. As it were. Um yeah. Well, All right. So well, today. What, what, what's in ours then, Mark? Yes. So <laughs> yeah. today, uh, I thought I'd... Uh, obviously, the, the White Stout is a style that is out and about and, and that type of thing. Uh, whereas I wanted to brew something a, a bit more Christmas in mind, since we got that coming up uh, next <laughs> month. So I, I've chosen to take the aspect of it, the chocolate aspect of it, and try to emphasise more of a white chocolate aspect. Oh, I do remember than, drunkenly talking about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah. uh, I've, I've taken some bold steps uh, that potentially are going to make it a lot less white stout and more like a sort of ice cream pale. Right, okay. Um, because the line between them is very blurry. Uh, so there is going to be lots of vanilla in there. Yeah. Uh, that tinctures on the side. Uh, I've, I've also... Uh, one of the ways to get that white chocolate flavour is actually with uh, cocoa butter. But obviously, you can't just add that to a beer because no. all that fat you're just chucking loads of gonna... butter into your beer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it maybe if everything goes right, give you some mouthfeel, but it's not going to impart much flavour at no. all. No, uh, and one of the things that was recommended to me was to make a cocoa nib tincture so that a lot of that sort of cocoa flavour yeah. comes out into the vodka, and then you can then add that. Add that. And then if you emphasise a lot of vanilla as well, then that's the sort of the yeah the, that'll give you white chocolate. Two. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and I might I might put a touch of coconut in as well, like real small amount, just yeah. to just to make the body a bit a bit more of that creamy sort of. Are you doing edge. any lactose addition? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of lactose in that. Um, right. I, I think I've gone to sort of seven eight percent because I think for me that that's that's what takes it into the realm of ice cream pails i think mm. as opposed to white stout yes although that's purely my own speculation <laughs> so um but i think yeah that sweetness um and with the vanilla and everything that for me would kick it into being maybe a ice cream, ice cream pail. with chocolate yeah with chocolate I mean, chocolate ice cream. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, For a bit of context for everyone uh, at home, uh, adding lactose uh, is actually a way of sweetening the beer uh, that doesn't get fermented because lactose is a sugar in itself from milk, but the yeast just completely 100% leave it alone. Yeah. Uh, it's so just I'm, too complex. It's too complex. It? So all the other sugars get, well, not all the other sugars, a lot of the sugars get munched down and converted into alcohol. Uh, so sacrificing some of that sweetness for booze. But yeah. Lactose, chuck it in, doesn't matter. Yeast, leave it alone. It stays nice and sweet and is creamy. Is it because yeast is vegan? <laughs> oh. It won't touch Ooh. milk sugar. It'll eat every other sugar, but it won't eat milk it's sugar. Like a philosophical question. <laughs> it yeah. Is yeast vegan? Hmm. Yes. Well, I, I'm just answers putting that on out a postcard. There. Yeah, yeah. Answers on a postcard, please. Um, so, yeah, anything anything else? What's your, what's your hop edition? Uh, so, I've... Uh, 
I went for more of a standard uh, stout hopping. Uh, right. Again, very, very light touch. Uh, but my brother-in-law uh, grew some hops over this most recent summer, uh, and he had some Challenger. So I just okay. uh, chucked them in uh, just a little bit. Nice. Um, little bit for bitterness because obviously with the vanilla and, and that type of thing, mm. I, I don't don't want a big IBU and and I don't want any sort of hop fruit notes dominating. Yes, yeah, yeah. Now, so uh, again, like hardly any, um, but enough. I think. I hope. Anyway. Yeah, just to try and balance out there because with the, with the lactose and you, you're going to have to balance that out somehow. Yeah. Otherwise, it's yeah, just yeah. going to be too much. Yeah, I think we. We, funnily enough, just use the same hops that we actually use in our normal stout. Oh, yeah. Um, because for me, I thought, oh, it'd be a really nice touch if we can actually have the normal stout and the white stout on the bar at the same time, because then it can be a be, you know, yeah, good comparison. Nice. So I think we did basically the same hopping rate in terms of bitterness and late slash you know, aroma additions. Um, yeah, and I'm totally on board with that. I, why would you want? those hoppy characters yeah. come forward this beer yeah, it's yeah. about the malt it's about the roasted flavors and yeah. all of that ah, interesting so what's the what's the yeast you've got in there uh i've gone for um so4 oh yeah so normally we we uh, go at uso5 for everything <laughs> chris clean everyone loves it it's fine don't it, worry it about it it does the job yes uh but I, I've, I've read some certain opinions on on white stouts and and one of the things that can aid that sort of stouty illusion is, is going down more of that sort of English ale yes, yeah, um, yeah. yeast profile. So uh, SO4 being whip bread yeast, I, I believe, or something like that. Yeah, I, it's an in, I'll, I'm interested to see how that pans out for you. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I am fermenting it very low temperature as well. And uh, it, yeah, it's, it's um, going to be a month aging as well because we're going to be having it in uh, Christmas. So it's nice. Oh, nice. That's I, I. There's a brewer. Oh God, I'm not going to be able to remember who it is, but there's a brewer that I know that um, he ages all of his stouts for a minimum of four weeks from wow. package to then selling it because he says, "Oh, every stout it needs a bit of time. It needs to develop. Oh, it okay. needs to mellow, and yeah. all of that." Yeah. Um, What's his justification then? Just I don't know. Okay. You know, it's uh, he he swears by it. He um, yeah. it's his He'll do what he wants. That's a justification. <laughs> you know, um, and that's again what I love about brewing is you will get these people that's oh, you know, the best way to make this yeah. is you do this, and yeah, yeah. someone else will tell you the complete opposite. Yeah. Everybody's and... way is the best way. Exactly. That, and, yeah. But the thing is, is it always seems to work. Yes. Yeah. It always seems to work. <laughs> yeah. Like beer it always seems nice. to come out the other end. Yes. Like, absolutely. And um, it's why you know you could try and get people copying your recipes and all of that um i'm quite open with my recipes if people want to you know try making a beer at home or whatever yeah just ask me for the recipe i'll give it to yeah. you quite openly yeah. because i think you know the kit makes the beer different yeah. the you know everything will make that beer significantly different um so yeah you know there's there's beers that i've done very similar styles at windsor and eaton and then i've done similar sort of malt bills and all of that at blackjack radically different beers yeah, yeah. you know because it's the um, process that makes it yours yeah the process different the... tanks and well, so like, like, like and the shapes and the shapes of the tanks and like, all, that, all these things make a difference absolutely every single one yeah, nice. so again yeah you know different different people different methods and actually you know that's what's so great about you know different people making these different yeah. beers. All right, well, I look forward to trying some of yours. Yeah, at, at some point when when it makes its way down to Reading, I'll have to send you a bottle of mine up at some point as well. Yeah, I should uh, probably stuck some in the car on the drive down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But until then, before we start cracking open a beer, yeah. I think it's probably time for some beer ye, beer ye. It's time for the beer news. Oh, he's got more beer news. What beer uh, news you got, Mike? Uh, so it's it's uh, just a little bit of beer news. Uh, it's it's more on the sort of car scale side of things than it is keg. Uh, it's, it's still beer. Is, it's still beer. Lovely beer. Uh, it is the brewery Hopcraft, especially the head brewer there, uh, was a Gaza Prescott, who's a lovely guy. Uh, he makes brilliant hoppy beers, like as you can tell by the name, everything's yeah. everything's big and punchy and bold hops. Uh, he is apparently leaving Hopcraft right. very soon. Uh, he is uh, teaming up with Sue Hayward from Wine or yeah. Wayne or but was that how was it pronounced? No idea. No, no, no idea. one. We had this conversation uh, to brew under the name Team Toxic. Interesting. So yeah, look out for their beers in the new year. So, do you know who's taking over at Hopcraft? I I don't know much of the sort of extra details other than that. Well, yeah. it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens because like Hopcraft is like Gaz is Hopcraft. Hopcraft is Gaz. Well, oh, like, yes, I totally agree. So I, like, when I read the news, I was. I was like, oh, I thought he was Hopcraft, and yeah, absolutely. Well, so, yeah, it'll so, be amazing beers that they're going to make, though. So, well, well worth keeping an eye out and seeing what yeah. they're doing. Um, yeah, I, I am looking people. forward to it. Uh, it. It should be an interesting, um, an interesting turnout. Yeah, but we'll see. Keep them peeled. Yeah, but talking about interesting turnouts, should Ooh. we should we go try some beers? Yeah, let's go and have a beer. So, what we've got here then, Mike? So, first up, we've got a beer called Grainiac. Yeah. By Butcher's Tears from the Netherlands. Uh, they they seem to have, uh, well, they've called it a pale stout, but they've definitely gone down the uh, large number of different malts. Uh, I'll, I'll just read the malt bill here. On, it's uh, barley, oat, rye, spelt, wheat, and maize. Wow. wow. <laughs> so really, really just going for that. I mean, it, it, like the name is correct. Yes. <laughs> it's a Grainiac. Yeah, yeah they've, they've named it well. Because <laughs> so. normally when there's a, a grain bill with lo- like six different types, you, you go for different levels of roast and you mix that type of thing. But yeah. I think there's six different species of plants yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the grain bill there. That's Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. Right. What, what do you reckon to the smell there, Kieran? Oh, he's reading the bottle. Uh, um, well, I think the first thing I'd say is doing the old close your eyes and smelling it test. It is, it to me, doesn't smell like a stout. No. Um, yeah. And it does smell quite grainy, I think. Um, there's uh, that almost green grain, uh, which is a very weird descriptor to give people i know but uh <laughs> i think often it's sort of described as uh like slightly beany slightly uh bean sprouts kind of yeah. thing okay um but i've not drunk it yet that's uh me pontificating purely through smelling and i will have a little taste what do you guys think i, I think you're right there's not obviously there's there's not that sort of stouty roast sort of smell um i'm getting i'm getting a like a slight pepperiness which i imagine is from the rye mm, like, okay. like just just a slight spice yeah, and I think I think that you do get that, and I think the spelt as well gives it a bit of a yeah thing. I don't know what thing I've, that I've, is. I've, I've never brewed with spelt, but I have brewed with rye before, and I have found mm. that with rye beers, as you do on the nose, you do get that just subtle pepperiness. Yeah, and I, I've had a little sip now. I will warn you. Um, 
yeah, it's um, ob- it doesn't seem to have any of the, that sort of uh, extra ingredients that is normally associated with a pale uh, white stout, such as you know, coffee, chocolate, vanilla, yeah, all those types of things. They just have gone for that complexity through the malt only. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting again. I, if I was blindfolded, I couldn't I couldn't be fooled into thinking that this was a stout. But I'd like as, no. as we said at the start, that is that's the holy grail. If you can if you can blindfold somebody, give them it, and go, "Oh, that's a nice stout," and it's actually pale. Like I've never had one where I've been totally convinced. I've been close a couple of times, but mm. like that, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's got stout on it. Yeah, I mean it's a very nice beer, by the way. Oh, I yeah. think it, it's 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 very clean. It's very uh, tasty and everything. Would I define that as a white stout? Probably not. I mean, for me, I'd say that's that is a pale, yeah, uh, m- you know, malty beer. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it's very nice, but yeah. not really a white it's, stout. For it's me. got it's got a lot of flavour. What's the percentage on it? Uh, seven, I think. I was going to say it, it does taste like because it's got that sweetness, uh, like the the sweetness right at the start. It does have a lingering bitterness, um, but yeah, like very nice beer, but. I just think trying to get that stout flavour, it's just a bit too... Mm. There's no dark roast in there. That's, no. I'm, I'm missing a dark roast flavour. Yes, yeah. Now, I've got I a agree. bitterness, but the bitterness isn't from... It's not a roasted bitterness. It's more like a hot bitterness that I'm getting. Yeah, they haven't mentioned sort of specifically what levels of they probably, roast they've put in yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, they're uh, probably, have they listed what none. hops they've got in there? Uh, no, it just says hops. Well, I mean, it's understandable when you've got to take up half your label with all of the grains you put in there. You haven't got space to put hops in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. like, But no, like, it's a nice beer. Yeah. But I think named, named a different style, it would probably yeah. be a bit more true. If, yeah, if someone gave me this and said, pale ale, 7%, i go, yes, it's nice. Yeah, it, it, the thing is, it's a very nice beer. Yeah. And but- I do like the bottle. That artwork is hilarious. Uh, yeah, weird face on the yeah. side thing. <laughs> yeah. hmm. Well, we, we can think on that and uh, I'll get another beer, shall we? Try not to smash another glass, eh? Oh, <laughs> you don't mind. I'm not going to make any promises. <laughs> I promise nothing. Right, what's next, Mike? So we got a bit of a weird one here and that this is not from a bottle. Right. Uh, it's, it's not really a fair representation because it's actually from a growler that was poured a couple of days ago okay so it's had sort of very cold chilled yeah but it's it's not uh, been under its full it's pressure it's not, not been yeah it's not been properly looked after uh but that is because it's a really small batch part of uh what was organized by andy from elusive uh, yeah. the collabageddon 2018 right. and it is a collaboration between eight arch and uh Bear County, Bexar County, Bear, Bear, uh, Beha, Beha. <laughs> let's uh, let, let's go with all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> uh, a, a another brewery, and the name is Right Platform, Wrong Station. Okay, and yeah, it's a, a white stout at five point eight percent. It's got cacao, coffee, and tonka bean. Interesting. Yeah, apparently tonka beans this newish thing that people have been using as a substitute for vanilla. Yeah. A, because it's so much cheaper. Right. Because <laughs> vanilla pods are crazy, as I know from having bought some for the tincture. Yeah. Uh, but, it, yeah, it's sort of like vanilla, but a bit more earthy and sort of spicy rather than sort of sweet and 
Uh, okay. Okay. Like, I, can, I can see that working well for a white stout. Yeah. Because you get that nice earthiness to it, and and that like on the like, smelling that Tonka. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it yeah, is real, got, real earthy. Yeah, you got that Tonka with a base of coffee as well. Yeah. Like that, that, the thing is, like, like that, if I was blindfolded and you put that under my nose and went, right, what style of beer is that? I would be erring on the side of yeah. dark beers. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. Would, would be there going, oh, stout, porter. Yeah, 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 absolutely agree. Uh, funnily enough, I tried this beer because uh, Blackjack were part of the Calabageddon. We hosted the uh, beers in the pub in Manchester. And I tried this beer uh, fresh there. And I think actually... Um, Funnily enough, when I first tried it there, I found um, I, I basically coffee beers were ruined for me about three years ago when <laughs> I uh, met a guy that basically said, oh, the problem with coffee beers is a large proportion of them uh, end up tasting like green chilies. Right. And uh, it's that classic sort of psychosemantic thing. As soon as someone says it, it's like, right, well, that's all I can now taste. <laughs> um, and apparently, you know, you get that from... We, they think uh, from adding coffee into the copper and all of that and oh. when i first tried this beer i found that i had that really um this green chili sort of thing going on it's funny trying it now i think actually that that's mellowed out and now it's just tonka like yeah. it's just <laughs> boom tonka now um but yeah totally agree that for me this is much more in the direction of this is starting to smell like a stout now yeah. this is yeah, if I was to close my eyes and think about it, I'm getting a lot more of that sort of roasted, that sort of dark flavours coming through. Um, I think you get the chocolate as well. Mm. Um, and now I'm going to actually drink it. <laughs> go for yeah, it. go for it. Yeah, Calabageddon was a very good time. Uh, yeah, was it 10 different breweries doing 10 different beers? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Right, what did you taste? Um, tonka, massively. I do get coffee. I... Um, coffee finish definitely mm. i uh do get chocolate funnily enough with our white style that i was saying before that we use a load of cocoa nibs and i didn't get through as much chocolate as i personally would have wanted so you know next time i brew a white style i'll make sure i add more um and i do get a little bit of chocolate there but it's not possibly as much as i would expect to get mm. from a stout no um and i think you know white style if you're gonna try and recreate a stout flavour, you want to get a load of chocolate yes. in there. That's like yeah, a classic yeah. sort of flavour that's yeah. quite easy to get in without ramping up the colour too much or anything. Um, but it's a nice beer. I prefer it to uh, the first beer we tried, yeah, yeah. personally. Yeah, no, like, I think that is more that is more like a stout yeah. than oh, the yeah, first yeah, one yeah. is. Yeah, like, much more yeah. effective illusion. Like it's got that... It's got the sort of big mouthfeel. It's got the, the dark, earthy flavours you're looking for, that nice roast... Yeah, the yeah. mouth feels gorgeous, actually. Mm. The, the the chocolate that is there, I feel, uh, blends really well with the tonka bean as well. Like, the, yeah. the two in tandem work very well. The 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 coffee, yeah, a little bit dry in the finish from that, but... So I'm getting the chocolate much more now after about 30 seconds to a minute of take, <laughs> taking a drink. I'm getting much more like, oh, I've just had some chocolate. Yeah, I think that's... Um, it's, uh, it's what I love tasting beers with people. Different people obviously taste different things and all of that. Um yeah, for me, I've just got this actually really nice sort of coffee finish. I do feel like I've just actually had a sip of coffee, which is quite nice. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's presumably some type of lactose in there as well for that yeah, sweet 
big mouthfeel, but we did our collab again. Beer was with Atarch, so I met Steve, really nice guy, and he was talking all about this beer that they'd brewed. And funnily enough, when you said the name of the beer was uh, whatever it is, right platform, wrong station. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you need to get in touch with Steve. He tells this very funny anecdote about why the beer is called <laughs> that. Where basically ended up driving halfway around the country trying to pick up this guy uh, that they did the collab again with. But um, yeah, I think that's. That's a nice beer. I can yeah. happily drink quite a lot yeah. of that. It, What's the percentage on that one? Uh, 5.8. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that is danger juice. It was one of the winners, I think, yeah. of, of the collab again. The other standouts were the 10% crunchy stout. I yeah, didn't get to try that <laughs> one. I'm devastated. I've got some. Oh, have you? Yeah, it's again, it's going to be very similar to it. It's not going to be kept as the best it should have been, but I've still got some. Oh, nice. Right. We'll, we'll, so, try, we'll try that at the end. Yeah. It's like the uh, ending credits. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was Make Coventry Grape again, which was... Which was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Um, I mean, yeah, all the beers were, you know, interesting. Um, yeah, really. I didn't I didn't get to make my way through all 10 of them, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's a standout for me. That's really interesting, really nice. Um Tonk is a weird one, yeah. I think, yeah, and, um, it's growing on me. When I first had a Tonka beer, I, it, I was, uh, yeah, it's not vanilla though, is it? And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's that, not vanilla. That's the thing; it's not vanilla. And once you get over that, you can enjoy it for its own flavors. Yes, yeah. No, rather that, than being that, disappointed that there's no vanilla. Like that, that is a very good beer. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, and I do think out of the two we've had so far, it is the closest to a stout. Yeah, I, I'd be more convinced by that than I think. Anything we've had so far. All right. Should we get the third and final? I think it's a good idea. Well, third and the one before the crunchy. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've also got a, a special beer to try, oh, yes. which, we, which, oh, yes. we, which we could have a go at. Oh, mystery beer. Yes. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Hi, Mike. What Hello. you brought us? Uh, so I've gone for the little third beer curveball. It yeah. is uh, not a white stout because I thought it would um, <laughs> tie in. White stout tasting day. More, more you're, you're messing my... with the format, man. Know, you're messing with the format. The idea is we taste the beer we're brewing. What, it why is a get... stout. <laughs> well, it's, it's not. It's, uh, I, so as I mentioned before, the, the line between white stout and ice cream pale is a little bit blurry. They, right. they, they, they definitely do cross over. So this is by Weird Beard and a, a collaboration with uh, from Bordeaux, uh, Azimut Brasserie. Okay. Uh, it is ice cream for choco azimut, and it is a mint chocolate ice cream pale. Okay. That's what I can smell right now. You said that. that makes <laughs> it, it all makes sense. It's yeah. the mint. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, that's, that's yeah, interesting. When you first handed this to me and I was smelling it, and I was like, no, I'm not really getting any stouty things going on. Um, but you can definitely smell the mint. Oh, it's real heavy. Um mm. Zinging yeah. my lips, but but it is creamy. It, it has got a creamy smell to it, so it is like a like a chocolate chip mint ice cream. Yeah, that was that was the intention. That's the to, plan. To, well, that, well that, that's what it smells like anyway. Yeah. It tastes amazing, by the Does way. It? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you, I'm you, go- you you go in, I'm you go- have a taste because um, yeah, I don't know. The, the smell was a little bit weird, but then as soon as you said like chocolate mint, I was like, ah, right, oh, okay, wow. that's what I'm smelling. And it does taste like chocolate. It really does. Mint ice cream. Yeah, like, like it That's doesn't lovely. quite. It doesn't quite have the like the full mouthfeel of taking a bite of ice cream. Doesn't have that creaminess, mm. but it has got that flavour. Like, I mean, it's sweet. It's yeah. There's definite chocolate there. I think the mint is 
It's subtle. Yeah, it's go, not full on. It's well, not. I, th- I think the problem with mint is mint uh, can sometimes it is too fresh. It's too refreshing. Yeah, being and it cuts through everything. Whereas in a mint ice cream, it doesn't. It's just there. Yes. Yeah, this, low level. it's just there. It, that is really good. Mm. So they do specify there's lactose in this as well. Yes. Yeah, which yeah. you can absolutely... T- I mean, it is sweet. Yes. It, yeah. is, it is like eating ice cream. You couldn't drink sense. pints and pints of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'd be and like... It, it's got the ABV to match it as well, 6.2. So not, oh, nice. not the most, but... Oh, that's still. interesting, actually. I think it um, it hides 6% quite well, I think. Um, it is, like I say, very sweet and everything, but... Yeah, six percent. That would go down quite quickly. I yeah. feel I, that that it's my favourite out of the ones we've tried. <laughs> really? Yeah, more than a tonka bean. Yeah, but the tonka bean I think is a better representation of what I would think a white stout should be. Oh, whereas yeah. just yeah. out of what we've drank so far, this is the beer that I'd be like, ah, I want another one of them, please. <laughs> like, um, that's that's more what it is. Yeah, I think I I. I think I agree completely with that. I think the second one is the best representation of a white stout in my eyes. Um, but that third one, that's, that's delicious beer. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What do you think? Um, I think I would probably alternate. Yeah? Yeah. So if, if I was having like what, even six it, what, more beers, I would have, you know. First one as well? No, 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 no. I would, I would have the second, <laughs> then the third, then the second, then the third. I'd, I'd okay. keep switching nice between Nice little palate cleanser of meat yeah. in between. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would do wonders for that, yeah. <laughs> I think like the, like we've all said, you know, like the, the, the second one and the third one have just been, just been brilliant. The Butcher's Tears one was fantastic. It just wasn't what I would call... Yeah, sorry, that, that sounds like we're completely dismissing yeah. that as being a bad bit. It's not a bad bit. No, it's, it's very delicious. Yeah. It's um, just no, like, it's just not what I would think as a white stout. If somebody said this is a white stout, I'd be like, mm, mm. you're wrong, I'm sorry. In, in their defence, yeah. they just, have specifically called it a pale stout, not a white stout. Yeah, which makes me think that, you know, maybe they're trying to buy into the idea of, you know, stout being a pretty bitter uh, kind yeah. of beer and all of that. Um, it, yeah, it was a nice beer, but it was just... For me, it's not white stout. Uh, this third one, uh, ice cream pale, yeah. absolutely, I would say. Um, I'm very delicious, but mm. yeah, not a stout. No, no. The, 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 the one that's done it, like, you know, the the style closest for me is, is the second one. All right. So everyone keep an eye out. I don't know if there's going to be a bottling or that type of thing of the right platform wrong station but that is definitely one to check out yeah definitely should we just have some fun now yeah we've got we've got uh two beers to try which are just going to be a bit of a giggle so yeah. i reckon we just go get both of them and then we can sit down and just all right okay pontificate yeah <laughs> right yeah it's this is treat interesting beer. treat bear number one it is so this is not a white stout no and knows the next one. This no. this this one is stout, 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 stout. Very Just, self-indulgent. Yeah. Oh well. Um you you've got the you've got the pump clip there in front of you? Yeah, uh so this is a collaboration, uh, another one of the Collabageddon, which we also mentioned. Uh this is between Pilot and Hale. It is a ten percent Imperial Crunchy Stout, which yes, is a milk is. stout <laughs> with cinder toffee and cocoa. The idea being, I presume, to taste as much like a crunchy as possible. And everyone loves a crunchy. Everyone yes. loves a crunchy because they're great. Yeah. <laughs> that It smells amazing. Yeah. For a 10% stout, you know. Yeah. It, it hasn't been kept the best, yeah. um, obviously, yeah. but a, a 10% stout 
should be able to survive being treated like an absolute yeah. dog. So it wasn't in the growler, was it? It wasn't in the growler. It was in a Bombay Sapphire bottle and has been sat at the back of my fridge for about four or five days now. Okay. So it'll have lost most of its carbonation. But again, at 10% stout, I don't think that really matters. It's like drinking a fine wine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and it's a probably a little bit colder than you would want as well. I think maybe just warm it up a little bit, get that crunchy flavour out. Uh, it's delicious, by the yeah. way. Whilst <laughs> all this talk is going on, I'm just sat here drinking it. Um, yeah, I, I think oh, wow. uh, from the age of it, I had this on tap as well. Yeah. And the cinder toffee sort of crunchiness was a lot stronger then. Mm. So I think that is suffer- something that suffered a little bit, unfortunately. Okay. But th- that's just as a comparison thing. Kieran, what do you think? Oh, it's fantastic. Real chocolatey. Uh, like, you're right, there's no carbonation there. I'm not bothered. Like no. I say, it, it, it genuinely is like drinking a nice wine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's, uh, funnily enough, when I first uh, smelt it, I thought I was getting a bit of... Um, sort of nail polishy thing going on. Okay. okay. Wasn't sure if that's just how it was, uh, you know, it's aged a bit, like you say, being kept in a bottle for four or five days, so that's not ideal. But um, yeah, as soon as I took that first sip, that was, yeah, oh, right, that's all gone out the window. This is just a really delicious beer. Mm. Um, yeah, I personally, if I was doing this beer or whatever, I would want there to be more of that sort of honeycomb thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't try this fresh, and it sounds like, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't sort of in your face. It wasn't a big like, oh, that's that's honeycomb and nothing else. It was more like, oh, that's that's a really nice addition to an otherwise fantastic imperial stout. Yeah, it like stout first. I, the second. thing is, I am getting, I am getting honeycomb because uh, I, like, I did, I did try this um, the the night it was brought round to mm. me, um, and like, yeah, I got the honeycomb. Then I'm getting it now, not as not as much. I think that is probably partly to do with the temperature i think if this was warmed up a little because my fridge is pretty cold yeah um, it feels cold in the glass yeah. like, i think if that was warmed up a little bit that honeycomb would come through a bit more yep uh, and you'd get the chocolate a bit more as well so it may be worth you know if you've got a little bit left in your glass just let it sit for a little bit and i reckon that'll probably mm. come back but i think it's a really really nice really nice day. It's it is sweet it is a yeah it's a milk sweet. stout so the crunchy is sweet that's like you, you don't want a bit of crunchy, do you? You, you don't go chewing into no, a it crunchy is, going, oh, well, that nice sweet, and bitter. It's syrupy, but it's it's lovely, you know? It is. I would happily sit and drink, uh, you know, that's proper, sitting by the fire, oh, Christmas, yeah. just <laughs> boom, you could drink a lot of that. Well, I think with the original crunchy, the uh, quite a few people did was buy a third of that have it on their table whilst they're drinking other, th- oh, other really? stuff. Oh, uh, really? And, and just sort of, you know, a little sip every now and again. I, that, I, it, it was a cake beer, yeah? So it's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. coming through chilled and all of that. Yeah, I think it it would, you know, it's the same whenever I drink Guinness. I'm, I'm always <laughs> insisting that it needs to be, you know, original and not this extra cold uh, tosh. Because mm, I like the flavours of Guinness. Exactly. Why would I want to <laughs> damp that down? I, I want to have that sort of roasted, warming sort of experience. Mm. I don't want this super chilled and all of that. Um, which is, I think, is the sad thing with uh, these very weird and wonderful imperial stouts that you do get in keg. Because you're going to have to pull it through a python and that's going to, you know, yeah, it's going to yeah. go through a chiller and all of that. So you end up getting it at eight degrees, whatever. And it's actually... I want. <laughs> Sorry, Cal's doing a weird pouring thing. Now. It's, uh... 
We're, we're straight into the next beer. I think. Sorry, not to interrupt you there. No, 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 no. But yeah, I, you know, uh, that would definitely benefit from being a little bit warmer. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Again, I just had to sort of stuck my nose back in the glass, and then I think I got a lot more honeycomb at yeah. that time. And that's you know literally through a minute of yeah warming up. Yeah, it, it, just for the listeners out there, Kieran is doing a very nice technique of using his hands to try and warm the beer up. Add a bit of body warmth to it. Cup it. Cup <laughs> it. He's, he's, he's sticking his nose right in the glass. The best way to smell a beer. Next up. Yeah, this this, this is one <laughs> I was one. very excited when I heard about it and I didn't think I'd ever get a chance to try it. And then I managed to find a couple of bottles in a bottle shop and I was like, yep, I'm Where did you get it from? Um, it was a bottle shop in Bristol. Nice. Um, Just randomly. Uh, So it is Omnipolo. It's called Hilmer. And it is the vanilla flipping burger fries India Pale Ale, 6.5%. Now, dedicated listeners will remember that in episode four, I believe, the one on Kettle Sours, we yep. did mention this one as part of the beer news that they're just, you know, messing around now. They're just adding yeah, they burgers just and fries. Sorts. And yeah. they did. Yeah, there's literally pictures of burgers and fries burgers. going in. It's like, so yeah, it, this is an, obviously completely off topic. We're not anywhere near the white stout not even stout it's not it's nothing to do with it it's just burgers and fries hopefully yeah so it is pale yeah smells hoppy does it yeah i was expecting more of a sort of greasy <laughs> uh, <laughs> a a sweet, sweet smell. burger smell yeah um no it smells yeah i just uh had a very quick smell then and quick taste and it is ipa on the nose it's uh it's very hoppy the taste what do you guys think that was a bit weird I don't know if I'm getting burger or if that's like there's something there. Do you think there's a, there's almost kind of a I don't know barbecued meat taste. Do, do the um, the barbecue pineapple um, beer that yeah. we did? It's almost got a one, bit. Yeah. It's almost got a bit of that to it. As as the rest of the flavors are dying out, uh, it might just be psychological well that's it I, I think like, I because, because because you've seen the pictures of the burgers and the fries yeah. going in you're like i have to be able to taste this so if no you? if no one mentioned anything i probably wouldn't guess yeah that it was that but yeah there's maybe like a sort of savory edge to it there's a, yeah. the, like there's a a slight spice pepper um sort of taste right at the end that i'm getting but I'm having to look for it. That's the thing. I am I am sitting and analysing yes. what I'm tasting. If yeah. I was just to quaff it down, I'd be like, ooh, that's, it, it's it's a nice, dry, slightly spicy mm. pale ale. But, you know, quite rounded in its own yeah. way. And, yeah. But I wouldn't be going, oh, yeah, it's clearly burgers that I'm tasting. <laughs> ooh, nice sesame bun. Really getting the gherkin through on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has anyone done a gherkin beer, to your knowledge? Not that I know of, but... I will write a recipe this afternoon. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess the closest is probably that tzatziki from uh, the... Oh, which is oh, fabulous. Yeah. And we're never seeing that again. I mean, that's surely the like most heartbreaking I know. News. Well, we, talk, we talked about it on the last episode and it was just crushing. It was like, yeah. no! I mean, I uh, we did a beer festival uh, a couple of years ago at Windsor and Eaton. We were drinking tzatziki mm. and just... Watching so people drinking it is just the most enjoyable experience yeah. because there's people that come up and they like and know sour beers and yeah, I know I want that. And then you get some people that come up and go, oh yeah, I like the sound of that. I'll drink that. Yeah. And uh, you pour it for them and you just see them going like, what the hell is that? And then you go, oh, 
It's called Satsiki, you know, think about Satsiki and then yeah. you can yeah. almost see it sort of click, click, click. Oh, I get this now. Yeah. Um, and another one, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. Um, devastating news. Absolutely I know. Devastating. But, but yeah. <laughs> back to this beer. Um, I mean, you know, I think, as I said earlier, I, I really like um, weird and wonderful when it comes to beers. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I could talk you through some of the ideas that i have that border on the completely insane um and i really like omnipolo for pushing the boundaries i think um it's important to do that i think there is always uh you know a a need for four percent best bitters and all that kind of thing but uh equally you need people pushing boundaries um and no one does that quite like Omnipolo. Uh, it's to true. me. Yeah. As a national brand, uh, yeah. not national, a worldwide yeah. brand. Like they know yeah. what they're about yeah. and they do it always really well. Yeah, I and and you know, that beer, there is no off flavours, there's no, no, you know it's a very nice beer. Do I get burgers and fries? Mm, possibly not. But it's a very nice yeah. beer. Yeah. Someone handed that to me. There you go. Drink that. Okay, yes. You'd be like, would, thank you drink very it. much. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, well, I think we've rambled on a bit too much. We got a bit self-indulgent there towards the end. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, until then, do you, do you know what you're brewing next? Um, I was going to go for a coconut brown ale. Yes, we said that last time. Mm, and then we didn't. But yeah. this time we will. Toast a coconut brown ale. All right. Okay. Until then, uh, see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.